0: Want to introduce yourself, give us a little bit of an understanding of your little mission mm-hmm. and your big why behind what you do, and just a little bit of background to your story would be great as well.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. I know you've got a cool story, yeah, I really yeah, liked yours. <laughs> I've got a story. Um, yeah, so, um, so I'm an ex stockbroker, um, turned healer, medium, intuitive life guidance coach, podcast host, uh, and author of Spirit Life book. And, um, yeah, it's just been a massive journey, obviously, to go from stockbroking. Uh, into mm. healing and mediumship, for example, you know, it's 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 a huge, huge journey. But I had to be really pushed to, to breaking points and that's a rock the bottom for me to be able mm. to make the changes that I needed to make in my life. I think this is so common for most people, you know, like people, uh, people have to get really sick before they change their diet, you know, all of these different things. And it was certainly no different for me. Um, so yeah I was I was like really really sick for six years um mm. had all kinds of health problems um, do you
0: feel like those health problems self-actualized because you were in a space of that wasn't right for you basically absolutely. and it wasn't right for your body
1: and yourself yeah, absolutely I just was not living living an authentic life I was not being my authentic self um and yeah I think just it was also it was it was a mixture of not being my authentic self and, you know, therefore the frustrations and the depression and all the anxieties and all the different things that were coming up as a result mm-hmm. of that. And also me trying to desensitize myself from myself, from the external reality, from, you know, all sorts of different things. So I was just making myself sick, but I also feel it's kind of twofold because it was, it was like a gift as well, if mm-hmm. you like, it was a gift that was given to me. To make me see that I wasn't living an authentic life, mm. um, so yeah, it, it, that's what pushed me to that's what pushed me to breaking point. Mm. You know? There's many things. I was living in Hong Kong for four and a half years of my breaking career as well. Um, so yeah, I was there for, for four and a half years. Hong Kong is insane. I don't know if you haven't been to Hong Kong, but I've heard it's, a lot about like noise pollution, light like oh, yeah. pollution, <laughs> everything. And I'm a highly sensitive person, as mm. I've discovered since um, you know, since going on the journey to, to find myself. Uh, so I'm super sensitive. So to have been living somewhere like Hong Kong, I was in one toxic relationship, like, two toxic relationships, just like back to back. Uh, it was like, you know, holy hell, rained down on my ass. Basically, it's you know, almost this like
0: this rock bottom for you was quite a lot of different aspects that had come into mm. your life and just were beginning to blow up a little bit because you weren't being true to yourself. So when you were in that space of rock bottom, how did you shift? Because that's the thing I think a lot of people struggle with, they're at rock bottom, but they're staying stuck in it. Whereas we have to get our way out, right? It's not a short process, there's no big fix, but how did you create that shift to start a new journey?
1: Sure, yeah, I mean, absolutely what you're saying is so correct there. And I think it got so bad for me because I just wasn't listening Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't listen for, for six years, but, I think it just it just got to the point where I had no choice but to listen anymore. I was so sick. Uh, I was so depressed. And it was like, you know, enough's enough. So um, I literally had no option. I was just forced to walk away. But I had the beautiful gift of being able to go traveling for a year. So mm. that was something for me that once I did make that decision, and it's a huge decision to walk away from everything that you know. Your whole identity is wrapped up in this as well. Um, money, of course. I was like, how, how do I make money? <laughs> but um, yeah, I, did, I, I, I took that year to, to heal my health, and I, I went travelling for that time, and that was just a really beautiful journey because I think when when you're used to being around the same people, doing the same thing, doing the same job, socialising the same, mm-hmm. you know, the same. And that looks like
0: to you was was breaking was drugs, alcohol, yeah. all this kind of environment. Yeah, all of that. Yeah,
1: party girl and career girl is how mm-hmm. I defined myself. So when, when you're used to that, everybody knows you as that and you're mm. expected to be that and then you expect that within yourself and you act up to that kind of mask, society's mask, meaning, that we're, we're all living behind in different ways. So when, when I had the opportunity to travel, it was such a beautiful gift because nobody knew who I was. Mm. So it actually gave me the opportunity to completely redefine who I am. I just actually got to know myself better.
0: Do you feel like you feared that for a long time and then almost, almost numbed it from coming out of you?
1: Absolutely yeah um, I was so numb as somebody who is so I want to say highly sensitive I'm hypersensitive I'm sensitive to everything to people's energy like to everything um, and I, I spent many years of my life being completely numb mm. completely desensitized couldn't feel anything um, couldn't empathise with other people or their emotions because I'd just numbed myself so much that I didn't know what my emotions were. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was. So how could I had to connect or empathise with somebody else? Of but, so um, yeah, it was yeah, it was a journey. Mm, mm-hmm.
0: And I guess when you're in that space where you're numbing yourself and you're not really enabling yourself to be who you truly are, what was it in those moments that made you realise? Okay, now I need to keep going forward with my life and actually use that hypersensitivity as your gifts, right? Mm. Because now it is with what you do; they're your gifts now.
1: They totally are. That's, that's... How
0: did you start to see them in that in that light?
1: I guess the first step for me was when I drank ayahuasca in Peru. Mm-hmm. So that was it was back in twenty twelve. It was the rock
0: bottomness that triggered that?
1: Yeah, so um, I, I left my I left my stock in Peru in twenty twelve, um, and then I travelled for that year mm. and during that period I just felt this really strong calling to mm. to do to drink ayahuasca. I hadn't even heard of ayahuasca before and I know now it's like super popular but at that point I, it, yeah, of I, I didn't, didn't know what it was but it just kept coming up. So I split up with my boyfriend um, three months into my travelling um, which was obviously incredibly difficult but again was another massive mm. gift of freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Janco During that time, the big message that was coming through to me from the medicine was that um, spirit are around me all the time, and that I need to reconnect with spirit, mm-hmm. and that they have messages for, uh, messages for me that they want uh, for me to share with the world. Now that was terrifying for me because whilst um, spirit had been in my life for you know a long time since I was a child, but I've blocked it out for mm-hmm. a good ten years. Um, it was. It was really challenging for me to sort of open up to that and who that made me because again as somebody who had had a lot of issues with confidence and insecurity did you feel your own power absolutely i think we all do i mm-hmm. think we all fear our own power and we are such powerful magical beings mm-hmm. um but i think we've been conditioned from a really young age to not be that to not recognize our power totally. you know we've been conditioned to um, you know, we go to school and we're condition to be good at certain subjects and if those subjects aren't in alignment with what is natural for us, then they get that, you know, our natural alignment and our natural aptitude gets dismissed mm. and we're sort of taught, that we're not, we're taught to feel like we're not good enough, you know, if we're if, if we if we're told that, you know, being good at, I don't know, mannequin dressing, <laughs> you just put a random one out there, if we're told that that's not, you know, that we're not good enough because we're not society's money maker. we don't fit in with what society wants from us. And that's like you know, our gifts and that natural gifts and, and talents and passions are the natural essence of who we are. Mm. So if we're told the natural essence of who we are isn't good enough, then we live our whole lives feeling not good enough. Mm. So that power is taken away from us and we're always chasing something that we're not, we're trying to be like somebody else, or, mm. you know, um but the you know the true power comes when we reconnect with who we actually are and who mm. we came to be. So yeah.
0: totally and I think
1: people fear fear that they
0: fear getting to know themselves Mm -hmm. because like we said there they fear the power that unleashes when you really dig deep and it's not all rainbows and fairies right it's that process of healing and that process of unlearning almost so that you can really embody who that person truly is so for you what does that journey look like and how would you actually give advice to people right now in their journey when they're experiencing, okay, I'm in a career that I fucking hate, yeah. I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed, how do they really begin to start to unlearn those things? Because obviously not everyone might go down the path of, of drinking ayahuasca and sort of woke themselves up. So... How would you say you can do these by just behaviours and habits and on a day-to-day basis? Mm. I think
1: unlearning is definitely the key mm. word there. Um it's like learning to be who we are, which is crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, also there's also there's no one um, there's no one path. fits all for, for anybody. It's always different for each person. Um, but yeah, I think for, for, for me, what I would suggest is like we need to we need to remember who we are. That is the, the key thing. So. So ha- how do you remember who you are um, now for, one of the things that i always like to suggest is going back to when you were a child and mm. um you know when you're a child you didn't have that conditioning having have any of that learning you're just free to be you mm. uh so yeah what i always find is like if if you look at when you uh, when you were a child like who did you want to be when you grew up and for me for example i always said i wanted to be a teacher now i'm never going to be a teacher like an english classroom teacher but I am a spiritual teacher, if you like, mm. and my long-term, um, my long-term goal is actually to set up a, a school in an orphanage. Uh, and again, I'm not looking to be in the school teaching English, but I will be teaching, if you can use that as the right word, but um, you know, guiding. I would say these children to actually just stay connected to themselves mm. and, and, and who they came here to be. So it's you know, I think mean, if you look back at, at who you wanted to be when you were a child, you, you don't necessarily look at it as just what you said you maybe need to look through it a little Mm. bit but there's so much wisdom in that and getting back to your natural gifts and passions for me is key because as I said earlier I think that is um, our natural gifts and passions are the true essence of who we are Mm. that is our soul so when we reconnect back to that you are literally reconnecting back to your soul
0: but like
1: myself most people um, don't even know what those gifts and passions Mm. are Mm. you know I I spent so much time complaining when I was a broker uh, about the fact that I'd look at people with, um, who could sing or who could do whatever else, and I just thought, why all these people have got these gifts and talents? I've got nothing, I'm good at my job, and that is it. Yet since I've walked away from that job and started to, to reconnect with who I am, I've discovered that I have a multitude of different gifts and talents mm-hmm. that I either really never knew I, I had at all, they just came mm-hmm. as part of the journey, or, they were there when I was younger, but I'd just forgotten about them because I was mm. moved in a different direction through the schooling system, through maybe teachers that, that, that didn't um, support me in certain ways mm. or mm. parents, you know, whatever it may be. Um, you know, I moved moved away from that into this need to make money at all costs, and everything was forgotten. Yeah. But now that they're all coming up for me, um, as I've you know created space, because this is the thing when you're totally. you're working, and then I think a lot of the time when you work, you work so hard, and especially if you're doing a job that you're not happy in or you're frustrated, what do we do? We go down the pub, or we you know go for a blowout, we go for a party, or we eat food that comforts us, or whatever it is. So we're constantly in this like distract, distract, distract state, like distracting ourselves from the fact that we're not happy in the lives that we're living. And we kid ourselves that we're happy in the lives that we're living as well. But as you sort of start to make some space, however that looks for each individual, I'm not suggesting that everybody needs to walk away from their job. Mm. But I just think if you, know, if you create space in a way, say, for example, as a kid, you recognise that you used to love playing the trumpet. Um... You might only have one hour a week that you can give mm. to a trumpet lesson. That's one hour a week that you're giving yourself to reconnect with your soul. Mm. And when you give yourself that, if it's just one hour, the more you reconnect, the more you start to have this passion to do something. So it becomes more important to do that than it does to maybe go out and party or to mm. you know go out and see friends that night. So you, you create space. Want, but you have, to, you have to start doing something that you enjoy first mm. and the more you enjoy it, which you will if it's a soul's calling, mm. um, yeah, the more you can going to create spaces of activities. and activities. It's always
0: like prioritising yourself as well throughout this because when we embark on this journey and when we start to connect with ourselves, there's so many things out there that we can look into, but that's when we're like, where is my inner guidance taking me? Like you just said, it's unique. To what your soul, how your soul wants to express. So in terms of when you sort of worked with people, how do you really tap into that intuitive part that can he- help, help you keep walking that journey in a way that's in alignment with who you are and not distracted by lots of things that are going on around you, right? Well, it's a big
1: question. <laughs> <'Cause> again, <laughs> I like the big one. Again, it's just so different for everybody. So when I work with people on an individual basis, I, I do what it's like intuitive life guidance, mm-hmm. so I will work with them and I can use my intuition to see mm. what their blocks are and, and, and who they came here to be. I mean, it's, it's some, for some people, it might start smaller because to know who they came here to be might be too much to begin with. We have yeah. to take baby steps. You know, I always say it's like one step at a time. Um, but, yeah, if, it, you know, if, I, if I'm working with somebody on an individual basis, I can see these things and work with them. But for somebody who's just you know, trying to do this on their own, um yeah i think i I think intuition is key for all of us for everything when we really because every single one of us is intuitive every single one of us was born with that side i love that you say
0: this because i feel like some people have given it this kind of thing that you have to reach or that is impossible for some people to get to when actually no this is always within you it's just your life path as maybe led you to forget that, forget that aspect of you. So I think it's really important that you say that, so thanks for no, adding I, that in there. No, I think yeah, people I just think, oh, I'm not intuitive, or I can't listen to my intuition. So I think that's a really important point.
1: Yeah, it really is. And how you develop it is, I guess, through life experience. I mean, I, I've spent nine years actually working to develop it and doing um, doing various courses and stuff. Uh, and for some they might feel called to do something like that, but most people aren't going to feel to do that. So I guess the, the way I learned my, uh, my, my first really recognised my intuition was through my ex-boyfriend cheating on me. Mm. So again, I'm, I believe in seeing everything as a gift. The most mm. challenging things oh, in life yes. are usually the yeah. biggest gifts you have to see it, you know. This is it. when 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 you can see it, you then see that light at the end of the tunnel, you know. And you can you can understand why experiences are happening to you. Mm-hmm. It takes you out of victim mode. It's more like, what do I need to look at in myself? What 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 am I calling in right now? To mm-hmm. or what, you know how am I behaving? Or what is it I need to heal within me that is creating this situation? Being like a mirror, me? absolutely, and mm-hmm. mirror mirror for sure. So, um but yeah, so back to back to. Back to intuition. And I said so my, my my gift was my ex boyfriend cheating on me a lot, and I had so much. This back in my stock breaking days. So again, I wasn't I wasn't listening to it. I wasn't tuned in consciously to it. But it was happening over and over again. This this information was just coming up. I was just mm. like, wow, where did that come mm. from? But I wasn't believing it. I thought I was just being psycho, mm-hmm. and you know, I just shut it all down. And of course. At some point later on, that all came. That all came out, Um, and it came out a week before my dad was going into hospital to die. So it was an incredibly challenging time, but I still see all of that process as a huge gift because that is what allowed me to really then tune into well, how did I feel when those things were happening? Like what was going? Like how how did it come up in my mind? Mm -hmm. Because I think with intuition, it's really we have to get clear because if you're using that as an example being cheated on. If you're somebody who's been cheated on in a previous relationship, you're likely to come into the next relationship with that mm. thought pattern. Mm. Now, that thought pattern, the law of attraction, can mean that you can end up creating that. If you're constantly thinking this is going to happen, of you're going to create a situation. But it can also be that um, that is your insecurity. So something's coming up in your mind, he's cheating on me, she's cheating on me, what, whatever's coming up, and it's not actually happening. It's your it's your insecurity that of is course, creating that, that projecting That's, yeah. your
0: own insecurities onto your life, yes. onto someone else, right? Which therefore ends up mm. creating
1: it. so it's it, it's it's a really complicated cycle we mm-hmm. on. But you know, once you start to, it takes a while to get into it and to understand it. But you then do start to see these things playing out. But yeah, so that the thing with intuition is really, you need to sit with yourself. You need to really sit. sit Find some time to be alone. This is one of the things with distractions going. You mm. know, so many of us were scared. We're scared of our own thoughts. We're scared to be alone. We so. just want to distract, distract, distract. So I really recommend just being in nature, sitting in nature, um, just just being. Uh, but sitting and really having a think about times when you've had that gut feeling or that knowing or something, and then how did that actually look to you? Because there is a difference between the insecurity side and Mm. how something's coming to you intuitively Mm. and it's such a slight difference (laughs) as well that it takes it takes time to sit with it and it's it's not even something that i could properly explain because it will feel different in each individual but it tends to come through the gut you know that's what we call it a gut feeling you know so you you feel you feel that through the gut and it's it's just this this knowing and it's like where does this come from um, and what I kind of learn to do with it is to be like, right? If, I, if something comes to me like that now, I go, okay, I see you, but I don't know yet okay. if this is my insecurity right. or if this. So it's is almost just
0: observation and then discernment. Mm-hmm. As is this my truth? Is this my intuition guiding me right now, or is this a pattern? Yeah,
1: absolutely. That like, oh, nice. Yeah, absolutely. For me personally, what I find, I kind of tend to work in rules of three. So if okay. if I, so, if I let it go and genuinely let it go because obviously if we get caught up on it then it's churning Mm. in our mind if I say I see you I'm just going to let that go and I won't think about it again but if it comes back then I'm like okay okay I've got your number (laughs) and then if I let it go again and it comes back a third time I'm like okay I know I know that I need to I know I know I need to look at this now Mm. um but that it's 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 training Mm. it doesn't say it doesn't mean you have to go and do a, you know, a course on intuition or course, a psychic yeah. course, but it's just training within your own self and mm-hmm. really looking at how things are coming to you um, and yeah how it's feeling for you. And then that's, I say, it's a process of, mm. of sitting with that to work out what's what within you. It's, it's within like them. anything
0: in life. You have to practice the skill mm-hmm. of doing it. And listening to your intuition is a skill in itself. And like you've experienced through your life, there's lots of things that you can do to numb that. So that you get distracted from yourself and that you look to the outside world to make sense of things. Whereas your intuition and practising being alone, like you said, enables the practice to really follow that internal guidance because that is what gets you to the places that you need to go in your life, right?
1: Absolutely. And if once again, I just really want to really, like, really like we all have that. Yeah. It's just that, like, you know, that feeling of like, oh, like I just really feel like I need to be in Thailand right now <laughs> yeah. and you get to Thailand and you bump into somebody who you know yes knows, exactly. I don't know whatever um, it's but it's but it's that and, and we've all experienced that mm. and we all have so it's just kind of yeah tapping into that a little bit more and recognizing that it's there and like say so it's training the muscle mm. uh, because we have been um, you know taught that that that, you know, our intuition is just our imagination, or or we just haven't been taught it at all. Mm. And if you haven't been taught something, then it is just going to lay dormant. Of course. Um, but yeah, if you start to train it, mm. um, and we've only think like life is a journey, everything is a journey, everything's a process. And you know, that saying, you know, it's not the it's not the destination, it's the journey. But it's so true because it it's thing. what you learn along the way. Mm. Right? You know, mm. the, the destination becomes irrelevant because you just grow so much. Mm. In that journey, the Definitely.
0: journey that we call life, and it's it's those aspects that allow us to really just step into who we actually are. And I think we shouldn't neglect or put aside what we experience along the way. And intuition, I feel, the more you practice it, the more you can cultivate that ability to be in that present moment and just accepting those blessings and accepting those lessons, like you said. Even in the most challenging of circumstances, which I think is really mm-hmm. lovely. So thank you for sharing that. I think it was beautiful. Yeah,
1: very
0: and just to wrap up, we just ask our guests a final message, and that's just to share a message from your soul. So whatever comes up for you intuitively mm-hmm. <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> I would say, I say like love life in every moment, even like the as I've said they're the deepest challenges, because when you see those challenges as the gift that they actually are, then you can actually really learn to love those experiences as mm. well. And you know, I think right now we're going through, obviously, everything that's happened since 2020, we're going, like, humanity is going through the most challenging time. Well, yeah. I'm going to say in history, I was going to say there's been world wars and stuff, but I'm going to say that this is a hugely, hugely challenging time in history. And um, I feel like you know we're, we're all well, humanity's been pushed to breaking point right now. Mm. Spoken about my breaking point, and this is how the phoenix rises from the ashes is mm. when we hit breaking point. It's when people are forced to that, and this is a gift that we're been given yes. right now. And I know it's challenging. and I know um there's a lot of stuff going on that is heartbreaking for people but um you know it, it, it's a gift for humanity to be able to rise and be that phoenix oh, from the ashes I think uh, it's
0: a powerful visualization especially yeah. for a lot of us right now so yeah. thanks for sharing that and where can people find you if they want to connect or work with you
1: yeah so my website um i created my website actually just after uh, covid for to create like a hub of consciousness uh, to help people navigate through these unprecedented yeah. times Um, so on there you can find that my podcast channeled writing, and yeah, all sorts of different stuff. Uh, so that's done on your medium, I love that. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, so that's
0: really beautiful articles. Amazing,
1: that's a lot of like channeled poetry, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, thank you for looking Mm -hmm. at it. Um, so yeah, my website's www.thespiritoflifeinibitha.com, and on there as well, you can find my Instagram page, which I'm just starting now to to build. Um, I've had an aversion to social media mm-hmm. for as long as I can remember. Most people like, can't a, lot of, okay.
0: like a lot of people, mm-hmm. though a lot of people. There's the other side of the fear of social media as well, which get yeah.
1: I I totally <laughs> yeah, I really hated it, but I recognise that you know if I want to commit to mm-hmm. my audience, I need a platform to, to speak from. So yeah, I'm working on building that at the moment. So there's going to be a lot of free content, a lot of yes. videos, chat messages, and stuff. So,
0: yeah. And i be in the show notes so it's okay to connect thank you so much for coming on i just want to honor you for what you're doing i connected with you straight away like when we had a little i had a little call and i really love the way you channel things because you bridge between this spiritual space and this normal world shall we call it but you make that bridge and make it accessible for people and i think that's something i resonated with you straight away so thank you so much for what you've been doing and everything you're going to do thank you so much thank you lovely. see you later bye that's a wrap from today's episode thank you so much for joining us and I hope you feel even more inspired to share your soul and live a limitless life don't forget to like subscribe and share if you love this episode and head to the show notes to find out how you can get even more involved with the community I'll see you next time for another soulful episode see you later